Aaron, a tight one. Uh, your thoughts? Yeah, I guess just a little disappointed that uh, we weren't able to find that second point tonight. Um, came out a little flat. First 10, 12 minutes wasn't our best. Um, then they, they got off to a 2 nothing lead there with a little bit of a fluky goal on that second one. But from that point, I actually really liked our pushback. I liked our compete. I thought we started taking that game over in the second period. Um, they were pretty lucky to be in the situation down a goal after two. And third period... I think we outshot them 21 to five in the third in the overtime and 40 21 in the game. So the chances were there for us tonight um, to get two points, and you know just didn't get it done. Hit a couple posts, goalie made a couple big saves late. You know that's just the reality of the business some some nights. Um, but we didn't quit when we were down two nothing. Yeah. That that says a lot about our group. And you know, like I said, I feel like we probably deserve better than than the one, only one point tonight. But that's that's the way it is. The power play has been so good recently, and we had those chances in the third, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I think power play was one for four tonight. They scored the second one, which was a big one to tie it. Um, again, you get a power play with three minutes to go in a 2-2 game. You'd like to see them finish the job and, and get you that extra point tonight. But but like I said, I think we're I think we're at 47% in the cup and 25-26% in the league, over 35% in both competitions. That's a pretty ridiculous number so it's 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 definitely not been an issue this year like it was last year yeah and also that chance right at the end i think the light just did go on didn't it yeah yeah i think that was a little late there um we had plenty you know i think watts had two great a's in the overtime balms um makes a great save on balms there too right from the slot so again i I, you know i'm not disappointed with our effort our compete tonight you know maybe like i said maybe we started out a little flat um, but that's a team that you really got to match speed with. They they can fly. They're really good in transition, um, you know. And they came and jumped on us a little bit early. But I, I loved our pushback. Yeah, just a quick word on Patrick Watling in overtime. There, he has that move, doesn't he, when he cuts through the middle? And you haven't got a clue if he's going left, right, or in the middle of it. Yeah, it's like uh, he plays at about four different speeds. Yeah. I think like he slows the game down and then just accelerates on a dime there. And you know, he's a pretty special player for sure. Um, little you know maybe a little snake bit at the moment with the amount of chances he's getting pucks aren't going in for him but like we had we were on the ice yesterday and he was the last guy off he'll sit out there and shoot 250 pucks after practice he's a rink rat and loves to game you know i'm just glad he's in orange yeah uh, just a quick one on uh, five tomorrow long bus trip and obviously five have got the big bus trip from manchester as well yeah i mean we know it's never easy up there um you know, I think it's important to, to be ready to start on time tomorrow. Don't give them any momentum. Um, yeah, it's a long bus trip, but that's that's what this league's all about. Yeah. Saturday, Sundays, it's, you know, if you want to win trophies, this, these are Sunday games that you got to go up there and be prepared to do whatever's, whatever it takes to, to come home with those two points. Okay, we wish you well. Thank Thanks. you very much. Thanks, guys. That's Steelers head coach Aaron Fox. Uh, Jonathan Fernley joins me. It seems like an age, Jonathan, since we've... Uh, we, we've done this. Um, first things first, because it's been such an age, I'm just checking, it's actually recording, which is never a good sign, but I think it, I think it is. Just give a short, yes it is. Just give us your thoughts on, uh, on that one from, from what you saw upstairs. I know I always try and bring uh, the mood down a little bit. Always, yes, as, that's as your Matt, role. As yeah. Matt the cameraman will tell you, I was never that confident about tonight. <laughs> so actually I feel quite happy to have got a point out of it because We've lost one goal games here in this building already to uh, to Cardiff and Glasgow, and that could easily have been another one. So to get something out of it and to have come so close to winning it, not just with you know a late power play and a shot off the post in overtime and a goal at 65-01, um, 
I, uh, it could I, easily I, have been. I've, uh, I've been got something about Patrick Watling. I think he's an unbelievably good player. And when he mm. cut through that middle, I just mentioned to Aaron, he yeah. does, doesn't he? He slows it quick as he. And the defenceman hasn't got a clue whether it's Christmas or breakfast. And he just. Was it the inside of the post here? Yeah, he crashed yeah. off the post. And then, you know, even. You know, one of the shots in in the shootout that rolls along the goal line from from Nichols. I think it, it just wasn't our day today, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm not discouraged by that. Um, they Guildford will finish the season a lot nearer the top of the league than they will the bottom of the league. They've recovered from their slow start. They'll take a lot of points off other teams as well. So um, yeah, two points ahead of Cardiff with a game in hand. But it's a pretty pretty happy position to be in. As I said, it's been an age since. Let's go and have a stroll. Um, there'll be some sour faces, I, th- I think. There always is after a, a defeat. So I don't know how many players we'll catch tonight. But it's been it's been a while since we've spoken. Since we have spoke, I mean, so much has happened. Obviously, the the huge incident on the twenty eighth. But but on the ice, the hockey, we've been exceptional, haven't we? And what a run we've put together. Oh yeah, I mean, no one's given the Steelers the runaround and. Uh... You know, the only three losses we've got have been two one-goal games and then a penalty shootout game. So, you know, the, the goals are flowing in, in all the other games. Net, both netminers are playing playing really well. We've got a new new face coming in, new announcement mm-hmm. for uh, Zach Vinnell. So that's something to be excited about. So, you know, the reinforcements uh, are there because obviously to lose Sam Jones when, you know, it was a really nice uh, partnership that he was developing uh, back there. He was playing some good stuff. So to get the reinforcements in, there's... Plenty of reasons to be optimistic as the uh, you know the Christmas period comes up because it's really busy and there's a lot of games and um, having that extra body is important. Oh, it's, it's a massive help. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly when he'll be able to come into the lineup. Um, I wouldn't imagine. Let's go for strong. I wouldn't imagine he'll 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 play tomorrow. Not unless there's been a, a an injury of some sort. No, probably uh, probably not. I think we came through uh, tonight. Okay, from uh, from what I could tell. Okay. Uh, we'll walk past Brian Diffley. Brian's just having a chat with he's one of the Guildford. Good hockey right now. He's a good player, isn't Let's he? Give more props to Brian Diffley. Yeah, he's not the biggest character out there on the team. He's not landing the biggest hits. But if you're watching the webcast in five tomorrow, just count all the good plays Brian Diffley makes throughout a game because uh, there'll be plenty of them. Yeah, I've just seen Patrick Watling actually in the sponsors lounge. And I'm just thinking, will he make his way out? He's still signing autographs. So I think if we strategically position ourselves here and, and talk about things. Last weekend, what a weekend that was. You know, the, I, I watched both games of the Dundee game outstanding, the Belfast game. It's been a long time since we've dominated a Belfast team like that. That's what good teams can do. They can, they can win a game early by taking the chances. We got Beskarawani on an off night. Normally, he'll get across to that wraparound. He won't be beaten at the near post. He won't be beaten five hole. That wasn't happening last year, but there was it was a relentless attack from the Steelers to win the game, and then just never gave him a sniff the rest of the way. I thought, whilst the first ten minutes going three 0 up was the most exciting, the remaining fifty was the most impressive. Yeah, Greenfield has been phenomenal, hasn't he, throughout the duration? I thought he was excellent again tonight, um, and having the number one. Well, last year he was a tad beneath, wasn't he, Beskawani? Mm. But but this year he's like the number one goalie, bar none. But that's not overworking. There's a lot of games still to come. Colton Sussman just joins us here. Colton, it's okay. No, no, we like you when you come and join us. You've done the 50-50 presentation and the shirt presentation and the man of the match presentation. You've got to complete the set and talk to us on the podcast. On the the podcast. Just the thoughts after that one tonight. A point gained. It's another home point. But obviously there'll be disappointment. Yeah, for sure. I thought we we started a little slow, but I think we found our game towards the end of the first period. And I thought we dom- honestly dominated the rest of the game. And um, yeah, it's just kind of the way it works out sometimes. And we didn't yeah. get enough bounces tonight. I think to pull out two 
points, but we're, we're happy with the point and we'll make sure we get two tomorrow. The pushback has to be encouraging, doesn't it? Because after the 2-0 going down, there was a huge pushback and chances at the end. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we haven't given up all year and we've been a third period team and we just shine in those moments. And honestly, we need probably five more minutes to, to close it out. Okay, good looking five tomorrow. Let's quickly go on to uh, Patrick. Sorry to keep you dr there, uh, Patrick. What a chance at the end. You and I just spoke in the, in the room. That move that you do, you slow it down, you quicken it up, you slow it down. The poor defenseman doesn't know if it's Christmas or breakfast, does he? Um, but we had our chances, didn't we, tonight? Yeah, we had came up with a soft start. Don't want to see that, but after that, we turned it on. It just didn't go our way. Yeah. Explain to us a soft start. We saw you in Dundee, outstanding right off the go, Belfast right off the go. I'm sure as you were all here before the start of the night tonight, everybody's mentally ready, but it's just one of those things sometimes that happens, eh? Yeah, it's... Uh, all you can do is look at yourself at the end of the day. We're not going to say it was anything but us. It's just we got to be, I think we're so amped up, we're on different pages. We just got to take a step back, make the right play, and then go from there. You've been piling up the points this season. You're the top point scorer, but I get the sense there's a frustration that you haven't produced a few more in, in some moments. Yeah, like I'm coming here to do a job, and that's one of them, and I take onus on that to do those things. So, yeah, the frustration, especially when... You're hitting posts and you're so close, but inside the post. <laughs> yeah, inside the post. That's the worst yeah. part. Yeah. Rather miss them on the outside. Yeah. Because I know I didn't have a chance, but yeah, it surely would come. You just got to keep knocking at the door and eventually it'll open. Okay, we wish you well. Look, get some sleep on that bus tomorrow, eh? Yeah, right? yeah, you like your sleep. Yeah, yeah he likes his sleep. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks, Patrick. What a super fella he is, isn't he? He's a great, great fella. And I think he's one of the. I think he's a super player. He's a premium player in the league, yeah. isn't he? He could have double the points total that he does have. And there, there could well be a stretch later in the year when he just carries the team. You know how sometimes Robert Dowd just goes on that two or three week run? Rocket, Cole, hey. Where he just scores, just scores all the goals and yeah. carries the team. I think Watling's got a run like that in him at some point. Because at some point, all these shots are going to go in. But the I Steelers, watched the game, the I watched the game in Manchester the other night. Did you see the game in Manchester? Yes. I mean, he must have had God knows how many chances. In Dundee, he has the chances. In Belfast. And he just creates out of nothing, doesn't he? He does, yeah. But he's got a really nice goal in close. Not the sort of spectacular goal and skating skills that we see from him, but just going to the front of the net and taking a feed from Usler and putting it home. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's not scored many dirty goals, but that was one. Um, he usually specialises in uh, the pretty and the spectacular. Should we go and see if we can find Pete? And have a chat, is he? Either, let me just... Take a dig in here just to see if he's uh... He's speaking with Daniel Ciampini right now, so we'll uh, make our way uh, through here, and uh, we'll go back into the we'll go back into the media room and uh, see if there's any good stories to tell. Ben O'Connor's in there. Robert Dowd's in there. Boo! Hey, that wasn't part of the script. Okay, so you took it. The extra point. That's not part of the script. I know. Yeah, I thought they were going to call that goal a goal. No we one... did as well. Yeah. I mean, like, Jesus, we pay enough. <laughs> <That's what> I... <laughs> Uncle Tony was getting the video adopted. <laughs> See you, boys. Take care, Benny. Take care. We were coming in here just to wrap up, but as you're here, Daddy, uh, thoughts on that one? Ah, frustrating one. Frustrating one. I thought we were we were a better team for 15 minutes of the 60 tonight I thought we were pretty dominant I think the last period we outshot them last period in overtime we outshot them 25 to 5 so frustrating obviously they're not get it over the line good pushback from the boys to get it 
back from two down to two two but just not not enough to get over the line so frustrating one but we can't can't sulk on it and dwell on it for too long we just gotta go and get some sleep and get back on the horse tomorrow night uncharacteristic as well because in dundee in manchester in belfast the start was quick and strong wasn't it yeah yeah no they, they played a good good road game for the first little bit of the game then it took us a little while to get going so yeah uh Props to them, but yeah, frustrating one mm. for ourselves. I feel like we, we we should have took that one maybe, but uh no puck luck tonight. A couple of what three, four crossbars for us in overtime. I think and we've just been speaking with Patrick. It's the inside of the post yeah, in overtime, doesn't it? Yeah, and then obviously our last half a second off. I don't know, yeah. half a second away from from the game being over again at the end of it. So okay, we're good. Thanks, mate. Top man. Thank, Thank you for seeing us. All. Uh, so we're in the. Uh, any, anybody got anything to add, Dean? Anything? Any good stories? No. No, Haley. Courtney. Kieran. Anything to add? We could tell the Courtney story, couldn't we? Oh yeah. We could tell the Courtney story. Oh, you've missed this one. Okay, state secrets. We're trying to keep the signing absolutely one million percent uh, under wraps tonight. And um, what does Courtney go and do? She uh, has the uh, Daniel Champini signature in the match night programme and she takes a photograph of it and the new guy sticks her all behind with his name on and she got a little bit worried. I says in comparison to some of the things I've done, that's not really a big problem. But but, but go on. We, we, can't, we can't say on the podcast, all I'll say is we find out, found out why her mind might have been elsewhere. Have we? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, Steeler Dan's just around. Did, did anybody see Steeler Dan come onto the ice about 15 minutes late tonight? Hey, Dan, bad boy. Well, we're waiting. Get back into your cave. Is that why Face Off was so late tonight? That's why it was so late. Right, because okay. It's still a damn here. We had a you can You can there with your little grin on your face, but you're we not went, We went live on the webcast and I pretty much ran out of filler material before the lights had even gone so. hey, That shows how late you must have been, Dan. That shows <laughs> how late you must have been. That's prerogative. Hey, we go to five tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Five had that great start, but they have started to... Perhaps it yeah, hasn't gone well they, for them in, in recent games. They were shut out in Manchester tonight, so that's going to sting. So there's, there's going to be a reaction there. Um, but there's a different mood in Fife this season. There's a little bit more optimism. But if you can get on top of them early and quiet the building, you, you can play there. But also Who's doing you, the game tomorrow, Kieran? You and me? I think you're going to make me do it again, Honestly, let me tell you the story, right? So I speak to Kieran Thursday last week and I go, OK, Kieran, we've got Belfast and we've got Dundee. We do one each, you know, we do the uh, webcast so we can do the Twitter, so we can do the match report. You always know when Kieran's on a match report, he goes up about eight hours late. And um, so Kieran goes, I'll take Sunday. He takes the glory game, eh? he takes the Belfast game. So that's OK. But I had family in Stoke I was going to see. And if Kieran had had the Saturday, I'd have gone Sunday. If he'd have had the Sunday, I'd have had Saturday. It's 2.30 in the afternoon. It's a four o'clock face-off. I'm just pulling onto the drive in Stoke. I haven't got my laptop. And he goes, oh, sorry, Dave, can't do it tonight. Be plasterers coming tomorrow morning and I'm having my kitchen done. So he makes me then have to say to my cousin, who I haven't seen for three years, by the way. It was 11.30. I haven't seen my cousin for God knows how many hours. I'm ever so sorry, but hurry up with the dinner. Because in an hour and a half, I've got to drive back to Birmingham so I can watch the game. Any sympathy after the big fella? No. None whatsoever. So I'm still going on about that. I'm still going on about that. So you've got the five game tomorrow. I haven't got to listen to that. And we've got five here next Saturday with uh, some teddy bears. Yes, that lady. Just, just a quick one. 
Like, I'm not a great fan of the five webcast. Not a great fan. Teddy Bears, let's talk about Teddy Bears. No, I don't I think, it's a gra- I, think it's a great, I think it's a great night, isn't it? Oh, it's it, one of our big nights. Apart from that time when we scored and then we hadn't scored, we threw all the Bears on anyway and we got shut out. That wasn't so much fun a few years ago. But otherwise, it's, uh, it's a terrific occasion. I so. also remember the game. It was just after our walk and um, we played Cardiff, if you remember. Cardiff, Cardiff go 1-0 yeah. up. Cardiff 1-0 up and then we've got all the momentum and we score and sometimes it just drains the momentum, doesn't it, when yeah. the teddies come down because it's a 15-minute yeah, I mean, break. Was, that was a title decide. <laughs> that was maybe not the smartest time to be Who scored that goal? Dowd scored it. And who scored the winner? Legui. Legui got the Dowd winner. Dowd got the, the teddy from, bear goal. From the terrific Phil Hill pass right across the yes, top of the crease. And I think Valoran's two teddy bear goals, hasn't he, whilst he's been with us? Oh, you're going to make me research that now during the week, aren't you? Yeah. Who's got the most teddy bear goals? Here's a man who loves a teddy bear, Pete Spencer. He's just come in from his um, eight-part series with uh, Daniel Champini. Um, Champ's a good talker. <laughs> he's a, he's a very, he's a very good He's talker. almost too good of a talker, yeah. really. Fair. Do you know who he reminds me of when you interview Champini? Stefan Meyer. Yes. Because Stefan used to think and then deliver the answer. Yeah. It was a good interview, Steph Meyer, yeah. wasn't it? One of the best interviews, I think, Steph Meyer. Yeah. What was your thoughts on that one, Pete? It was a frustrating one, wasn't it? It was, uh, you know, the second goal is a little bit unfortunate the way it comes back off Greenfield skate and just sneaks in that gap between the post and the and his skate. Uh, I think he would have wanted that one back. Um, you are almost surprised now when the play goes down our defensive zone and the red light comes on. You think, oh, yeah, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Greenfield set one in. And actually, I think Champini and Allen had made a really good penalty kill just moments before. I was just about to tweet a really good video of really good play from them and then obviously the goal goes in so um, yeah I think that was unfortunate and then you get it back to 2-2 and you think right they're going to kick on they're going to win it now um, and obviously you get that goal in overtime and I think Champini was saying it was 0.7 of a second mm. uh, past so I never thought it was a goal did you when no, you were doing I, commentary I thought I heard the, yeah. the hooter because yeah. the put was going into the zone sort of thinking oh, wait, wait, it's two seconds that's not going to be enough time oh. and then the hooter and then the pass and nah it, it didn't look right live no it didn't um, no. no I agree I, I think I tweeted that at the time I, I said I don't think this is going to be a goal it wasn't like the the goal that was ruled out the other week, it was it was one of those where you kind of felt, yeah, that doesn't look right. Yeah, um, you spoke with Aaron, and you discussed, I'm sure, the new uh, the new signing in our uh, in our little segment. We we hadn't got time to ask him about that, but what was his thoughts? What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because Zach Vanal, he had a good start to his campaign in Glasgow, um, and then obviously there they've been kind of you know having plenty of plenty of players through the door this year, plenty of new faces. Um, but, you know, a, a real bonus, I think, that he's a, a young guy, kind of fits the age that we're looking for, 25, and also he can play on the back end and at forward. So he just gives you that versatility. And if a player's going to come in and, and understands the situation and, you know, the fact that he might not play in, in every game, um, then I think that's good. I think the other real real positive is if he is going to play on the back end, that gives us the opportunity to play Cole Shudra as a forward. And I think he's played really well this year, whether it's been forward or defence. But actually, he's really come into his own in recent weeks as a forward, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. Cole's been, you know, a revelation. I mean, last week he got more points than Scott Allen had. Mm. Told, I think Allen might have just come past him now or, or tied level with him. But, you know, he's a good finisher. You know, he... he Different league than know, but he takes something to score fifty goals in a league, whatever the standard. So we know he can finish. I don't think his first couple of weeks or maybe the first month of the season, Shooter was quite at it, but he's really come on this uh, this last month or so. It's funny. I think it was that that first game 
um, that we played at Ice Chef and I think we were standing on the gantry speaking beforehand and I thought I wonder if playing in this building is the spark and you know he's, he's probably played with so many of his junior hockey in Ice Sheffield that you just thought actually if there's anyone that's going to have an eye for goal it's maybe going to be Shudra and speaking to to Ron up on the the commentary deck he was kind of saying you know I've told him every everything's a shot tonight you know so shoot 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 and I don't think it's any surprise that he had two assists that night Sam Jones had two assists that night as well and then Cole just kind of kicked on from then, really, and obviously getting a goal in Belfast was huge as well. I'm going to give you a point that somebody mentioned to me in a second. Just remember the name Shuja Whistle and all that for a second. But but Jones, a loss. Yeah, a real loss because it's always harder to replace a British player than it is a non-homegrown player. But again, he was really starting to, you know, to sort of lock down the position. But he, he was playing some good stuff. You know, the points are never going to be... You know, as plentiful as they are from a defenceman like Sawsomen or even Tansy, but but uh, yeah, I, it's not doesn't like a season ender, but it's uh, you know. Oh, he's we'll he's just told he's just told me four, five, six weeks he'll be back on the ice. Seven, eight weeks he'll be back playing. So yeah, back for the uh, back for the business end. Yeah, okay. Is a dilemma. Is a question for you. It's a good one. This engage brain. Um, I was speaking to somebody very involved in the in the British game, not at our club, and he he asked me a question. And I'll ask you the same question. Did Davy Phillips and Jonathan Phillips play here a year or so too long? And did that hinder the development of Jones and, let us just say, Graham Stroke Shudra? Because if Davy and Jono had said, no, we want to play another year, the likelihood, yeah, yeah, you know, it could have happened. They could have both been there. And Jones would have been, if you like, a little bit less ice time, Shudra wouldn't be here, he'd still be in Leeds. And there wouldn't be a little bit more progression from Jones and a little bit more progression from Shuja. That was the point that was made to me. Discuss. Do you want to go first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> Sam Jones... Very big BC Sam, there, wasn't <laughs> Sam Jones was playing top six defensive minutes all of last season, so no, it absolutely didn't affect um, Jones because he doesn't have power play time now, he didn't have power play time then. But he did get penalty killing time. He was a regular in the the six D core. So yeah, no, it absolutely didn't affect um, that development. Jonathan Phillips probably <laughs> wasn't quite at the standard we really needed him in that final season. Penalty killing aside, didn't do an awful lot on that fourth line. And there were times where they, oh, we've got the depth. We've got four lines, and the other team coming in here has only got three the fourth line couldn't always get the job done. So I think there were times last season when actually, yeah, a shooter over a Jonathan Phillips might have made a difference. Well, it I hate been, saying it would, that. But it would have been, it would have been grammar, wouldn't it, last year? Yeah. Shooter this year, yeah. 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 Um, actually, you, you, look at, you look at the fourth line this year, the fourth line at times looks like a first or a second line. Mm. Now, I can't remember a season where we've had a fourth line that could be our second line. Well, when you've got Simpson and Whistle as well leading the way yeah. in, in that, and, and Whistle's been great, hasn't But it? obviously that last season, as you said, that would have been Phillips, Whistle and um, Graham slash Shudra. So, you know, you, you change a Jonathan Phillips for uh, a Mark well, the Simpson. Well, the Davy, Fi- the... The Davy Phillips being replaced yes. by an importer certainly changed the dynamic and the, and the structure of the team, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I mean, I've I've not seen enough Belfast games to know exactly how well Davy's really doing over there. Well, that's not um, a knock on Davy, but no, not but, at all, but but whoever you know, we've had three new defencemen come in, so you could take your pick on any one of those three has replaced Davy. So it makes us a, a better defensive unit, which we have been this year. Yeah, 
Absolutely. And um, yeah, I think it, it, I haven't got the stats to hand, but I think we probably conceded a lot less goals than previous games. I think, you know, you look at the games that we've lost this year, I think the three games that we've lost this year have only been by a goal as well. So we've not been blown away by anyone. And you look at tonight and that could have quite easily, for the, the bounce of a puck, been a completely different story, as could Glasgow. So, yeah, I yeah. think just, just finally, the signing of Marone as well. We play Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. How important was it that Marone played Thursday so Greenfield doesn't have to play three and four? Yeah, it's important, but they're also, he's only played cup games so far. He's going to have to start playing some league games as well, so he'll have to be kick, carefully pick the moments that he's slotted in because if that game that he starts is one that he's lost, there's, there's going to be people upset. Think, oh, why have we thrown the backup in and we've lost a league game? But... Matt Greenfield can't play 54 league games this season. Marone's got to take uh, half a dozen off his hands at some point. I don't think tomorrow's the right time, but it's going no, to come no, soon Greenfield will, Greenfield will play in five, won't he? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And I think, actually, if you are going to play Marone, maybe the time to play him is at home. I know that may be an unpopular decision with the He'll fans. He'll play on the 20th when against Manchester, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah, and one of the... Uh, Probably on New Year's Day as well, perhaps. Yeah, against Manchester, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good shout. But I just wonder whether or not... He'll only play against Manchester. Whether... <laughs> well, we play them often enough. Yeah. yeah. That's probably 12 games, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> OK, great. JJ's got to go. Pete, thank, thank you very you. much. Uh, we'll see you next Saturday, where I am told Steeler Dan will be on the ice at uh, six or seven minutes before face-off, and he won't just come on with just two minutes to go. Um, so please make sure you're in your seats early for that one and bring a teddy bear.